Experience is the best teacher, my friend Jimmy Hank said. And I couldn't agree more. What's happening? What's good, dough? My name is Idrif, and you're listening to the What's Good Dough podcast. Whether it's pizza, business, or life, my guests and I are always talking about ways we can level up. If you're listening to this podcast for the first time, welcome. Usually we do interviews of pizza makers, pizza business owners, operators, pizza people. Uh, But today, I'm just going to do a solo episode. Next week, though, I'll have Kaylee Ann of It's the Pizza Slut. The following week after that, I'll have Chris from Doe-Eyed and so many more amazing pizza people. So please make sure to subscribe or follow the show so that you don't miss any of them. Now, on Labor Day weekend of 2022, I hosted my very own pop-up at Narrative Fermentations in San Jose. I was not planning that pop-up until maybe a week before. (laughs) Just to give you a little bit of background and history, I am participating, or I participated in Pizzaioli Pop-Up. It's a nationwide organized pop-up event uh, for home pizza makers who are looking to pop up uh, either at their house or at different places to raise money for food insecurity by quote-unquote popping up and selling pizza. For those of you who are wondering, this pop-up technically is in my first rodeo. I've done pizza pickups in the past from my home. I've done catering events. I even did a slice of summer slash slice out hunger event with Tio's Pizza last year at the same brewery at Narrative Fermentations. Um, But this was the very first time I organized my very first event on my own. And let me tell you, it was freaking hard. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to share the top three things that I learned from doing this pop-up. Ready? All right. First things first, practice. Let's talk about practice. Leading up to the event, leading up to Labor Day weekend, I was making a ton of pizza. And my pizza making, my process, my handling of the oven, my dough management, all of that got really good. But one thing I didn't really practice was making pizza back-to-back for 40 people. (laughs) One thing I didn't practice was loading up the car and making sure everything fit. One thing I didn't practice was cooking on tables um, that were lower than the ones that I was used to. Yeah, so there's a lot of stuff that I overlooked. And kind of just going back to that first quote, experience is the best teacher. It's like, how would I have known? Now, obviously, I know for next time that I need to raise up my table somehow. Um, I know for next time that I can't fit three propane tanks and two Unicoda 16s and one Unicaru 12 in my car. And I know for next time that I need to work way faster if I'm going to be doing round pies, stretching them out, topping them, 
so on and so forth. Um, and, and serving that pizza to hungry people, like people cannot wait, right? There's only a certain amount of time, um, that can go by before people are starting to wonder like, where the heck is my pizza? But yeah, practice is so key. Um, I did get lucky on a couple of things. Like I didn't practice making 80 dough balls on my fa mug mixer, uh, beforehand. I was making maybe like 10 ish, 12 to 15 or somewhere around there. And fortunately when I scaled up the recipe, it all worked. I was able to, um, just bulk ferment the dough, keep them in tubs and then divvy them up maybe like 24 hours before so that I had the space. Um, so fortunately that all worked out. By the way, if you are looking to buy a spiral mixer, I highly recommend the FAMUG. Um, there will be a link in my description. It's an affiliate link if you want to use it to go shopping around at Pleasant Hill Grain. That's where I got mine. But for the most part, like practice, practice, practice um, was key. And even though you do all that practice, you're still not going to be ready for everything until you actually, you know, get more pop-ups under your belt. And so, yes, you got to practice, but yes, you just got to keep knocking out those pop-ups to be able to say, hey, I think I got this. Or, hey, I feel super confident because going into that event, I was not confident at all. I was actually pretty scared. I was pretty stressed out. And I was just like, oh, what am I going to do if this happens or that happens? Whatever. I'm alive. I'm here. I made it. I did some great work. I'm very happy with how it turned out. But oh my goodness. Ooh, what a stressful weekend. Anyway, so that's the thing with practice, right? Just practice as much as you can. Um, and and maybe as part of practice too, go to different pop-ups and 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 just see how people are doing theirs. I think one of the things that, you know, in addition to practice was like my setup, my setup was completely off. Like I needed one more table. I didn't realize that until I was there. You know, um, I went to one of my friend's pop-ups the day before and I saw that they, he had three tables and I was like, oh, maybe I can run it with three tables with my specific setup and the way I wanted things to have a good flow, it did not work that way. And so, yeah, um, go to different people's pop-ups, ask questions, listen to this podcast and get those little tidbits. But again, at the end of the day, you got to just do it. You got to fail. And then you just got to readjust and move on and reapply what you learn. All right. Second thing, number two, Welcome to the What's Good Dough podcast and get ready to level up. But before we continue with the show, I want to introduce you to my two show sponsors, Uni Pizza Ovens and Cordo Olive Oil. Let's start with Uni. They are the number one pizza oven company in the world with the best community there is. Because of their ovens, I have made some of the most amazing pizzas. From round pies to squares, I'm able to get to temperatures of up to 900 degrees, allowing me to cook the pizzas of my dreams. If you're looking to grow your pizza business, buying an uni makes sense. My past guest Ryan of Sanctuary Pizza has a mobile catering company powered by uni. These powerful ovens are efficient, lightweight, and can be used almost anywhere. 
Whether you take pizza seriously like me or want to run a pizza operation like Ryan, Uni is the choice for you. Use the link in the show notes and join the Uni community. My second show sponsor is Cordo Olive Oil. At first, I didn't believe that olive oil mattered. It wasn't until I got educated and learned about the difference between commodity oil and Cordo's fresh squeezed olive oil that I ditched the supermarket stuff. Today, I only use Cordo olive oil when it comes to making my dough and even doing a post-baked drizzle. Mm. I have even made some amazing pesto with it. Oh my goodness. Cordo's high quality olive oil does really elevate anything it touches. My buddy Chris, who runs a slice of New Jersey, just switched over to Cordo. Not only is he getting quality, but he ended up saving money by switching over too. If you're still unsure of the difference, pizza operators can sign up for a free olive oil tasting. Use the link in the show notes to learn more. Thank you for taking the time to listen to my show sponsors and supporting this show. Have a team. Oh my goodness. Like, unless you want to do it on your own, which is cool, fine, but you better set your expectation up proper. Like, if you're going to do it by yourself, expect to get your ass kicked. Like, I don't know how Craig from Gracie's a Pizza does it. Like, Craig, you tell me. If 15 people are at your door right now, what do you do? By now, you've been doing this thing for years. You know your dough. You know your oven. You know your speed. I'm sure you're fast. But, like, for someone who's new and for someone who is naive, I thought I was going to be able to do this myself. I even told my wife, like, don't come with me. I have a speaker and PA system, and I'll just call out the orders. You don't got to run it. Um, I'll have pieces of paper that instruct people on how to order. I'll make the pizza, box the pizza, et cetera, et cetera. Got this. <laughs> At a brewery where it's huge and um, it's your first time, I would not recommend that. Um, fortunately, my boy Leo from La Fenice Pizza, um, he just, out of the kindness of his heart, told me that he was down to help me out. Like, I didn't even ask the guy. You know, I asked the guy for, it was like, hey, I told him, hey, I'm going to Narrative Fermentations. Uh, do you have any tips for me? I'm doing a charity pop-up there. And he was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, by the way, I can help you. And I was like, what? Dope. If it wasn't for him, oh my goodness. I think I would have cried that night. <laughs> it's just, you don't, you don't foresee how busy you'll get, right? And I was busy right from the jump. Like, as I was setting up, I got there an hour and a half early. And as I was setting up, people were asking, are you open yet? Are you open yet? Are you open yet? Can I get a pizza? And I'm like, fam, I'm like, I'm still getting ready here. And so what I started to do is I started stretching pizzas and just getting my dough right. And as soon as four o'clock hit, people were just going, bam, 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 bam. Fortunately, Leo showed up. We got the pizzas out. People were eating my pizza. It was a great feeling. It was a great feeling to see that people were enjoying my food. People were loving the cause that I was raising money for. Everything. So yeah, while it was stressful, it didn't have to be. Like my ideal vision of 
a pop-up is that it operates efficiently, that it has a part of it where it's also business building. And what I mean by that is that like somebody has to be like the face of it. Someone has to champion that business. Somebody has to explain that one for this pop-up specifically one, this, you know, event is for slice out hunger. It's to raise money for food insecurity. By the way, this dough is 72 hours fermented. It's sourdough. It's one of a kind. It's unique. These ingredients, grande cheese, Rosa Grande Hormel, like for the people who care and want to know, and for the people who, you know, I mean, not need selling to, but like, you know, opening up your doors for more opportunity to really like spark that flame into that fan that or that potential fan of your pizza. Um, sometimes you just got to explain why it's special, right? Or explain that you're available for other events or explain that you do these charity events once a year and that you hope that that individual continues to support. My wife, you know, would try to explain as best as she could, but I didn't really train her because I didn't even expect her to stay. She ended up just staying because she had her spidey senses and was like, I'm just going to stay anyway. And I was like, thank goodness. But had I known she was going to stay, I would have trained her on the talking points. I would have had someone stretching dough full time. Leo could only stay there for about an hour or so. Um, I'd have someone running the pizza. I'd have so many more team members. And next year I'm going to do that, especially because this is one of those things where it's because it's the money's not going to me. The money is going to a charity. It's going to a good organization. And I think people would be down to volunteer and support that. And so I can get a lot of people and we can crank out more pizzas and we could raise so much more money. Like fortunately I did sell out. I didn't have any waste at the end of it all, but I definitely could have sold more. And the only reason I only brought 43 dough balls was because I thought that was my capacity. And it was like by the end of the night, by, by 35, I was like, yo, I am done. <laughs> but at the end of the night, I felt great because my goal was $500 and we made it. And yeah, um, you know, just have that team. Don't be a hero. You don't have to do it all by yourself, especially if this is a charity pop-up. Now, if you're doing it for, you know, business, maybe find somebody who's also looking to learn too and that you don't have to pay or find family members who can help you. But there should be fun shouldn't be stressful and you should also look at it like from a business point of view like are you going to be able to make the best possible pizza for the clients that you're currently serving are they going to want to tell your are they going to want to tell their friends are they going to think about inviting you to their kids graduation party or a wedding you know like unless you're killing it that's not going to happen. And you need to figure out what pieces of the puzzle you need to make sure you set yourself up for that to happen. Hey, hey, Pizza Pal. I just want to say thank you for listening to the show so far. And thank you for making it all the way here. Before we get on to the end of the show, I want to remind you all 
to please leave a rating on the podcast. You could do it right now. Uh, just go ahead and click five stars if you're listening on Spotify or Apple. It will greatly help the show. I appreciate you so much. And if you're looking to buy an uni or a second uni, the affiliate link helps the show so, so much. So please use that anytime you're considering a new oven. All right. Enjoy the rest of the show. Now, the final thing I wanted to say for that I learned in this pop-up that I'm definitely not going to, or that I'm definitely going to implement next year, um, is that do not procrastinate. Like, procrastination bit me so hard. I think I kind of mentioned it earlier, but this brewery event wasn't supposed to happen. I was supposed to do a pizza pickup at my house. Um, and <laughs> nobody was really signing up. Like I posted up on Instagram, got a couple bites with family and friends, um, posted it on Facebook, got a couple bites there. But I knew at that point when I was only getting a few bites that I wasn't going to hit my goal. And in retrospect, if I subtracted the money I earned from the brewery, I definitely wouldn't have hit my goal. So maybe a week or so before the actual pop-up event, I said, what am I going to do? So I hit up my friends over at Narrative Fermentation and I said, hey, do you need a vendor this week? And they were like, this is your lucky day. <laughs> we have an opening on Saturday. And so I took it. So I ended up doing two events that weekend. And that ended up kicking my butt because I don't know if you all are aware, but there is a heat wave in the Bay Area right now. It is so hot. And by doing two events, it just added more stress Right, because I had already told friends and family that I was going to be doing an event on Sunday or on a Monday at my house, Labor Day. And I wasn't about to cancel that and tell them come to the brewery on Saturday. Because everyone already made plans. And um I ended up getting like super dehydrated that day. Like I'm still kind of facing the effects of that. My lips are so dry and I, f- I feel like I uh I feel like I'm just out of it. Let's put it that way. And so, yeah, don't procrastinate. Get your stuff in line. Like, I feel like, too, that if I had started this earlier, I could have continued to raise more money. Like, I still have maybe five pounds of cheese left. I can make dough, still have a good amount of sauce. Um, like, I'll be able to use that for myself. Um, hint, hint, I freeze my cheese. Don't hate. Um, but like, yeah, I could have raised more money. I could have had, I could have made a bigger impact had I not procrastinated and I would have been way better off for it. I would have been less stressed because I knew I had to hit my goal by Labor Day. Um, I ended up doing two events because I procrastinated. And so, yeah, don't do that, Idrif. And to you that's listening, don't do that yourself. Get your stuff done early. Get it right. And it it should be fun. So don't stress yourself out. 
because you procrastinated. Don't stress yourself out because you didn't practice. Don't stress yourself out because you're trying to be a hero and doing it all yourself. All right. Hopefully you got something out of this podcast. Again, please make sure to subscribe. Leave a rating if you haven't done so already. Um, there's going to be some amazing episodes coming up. I cannot wait to share the one with Doughball Disco and the one with Hiller from Slice. Oh, they're going to be so good. I swear. I appreciate you. I love you. Till next time. Peace.